We in the building. We live. We are. Yeah, man, we live, man. We in the building, special edition, has-beens podcast. Uh-oh. Got my dog in the building, man. He in the city for a weekend or so, a couple days, man. We've been talking about getting him on the pod, man. Two weeks. He, you said, oh, you here for two weeks? Two weeks. Okay. We had to squeeze him in. Two here for two weeks. weeks. But he's he's slippery as a heel. Hard to get in. Uh, when you get him, you got you to gotta get him when you can. Oh. <laughs> Come on. <I'm> <laughs> Comedian, obviously. Producer. Thank Let me see. Screenwriter. Director, yeah, a lot of stuff. That a man of many hats. Yeah, and I got one on right now. My dog from hailing from Flint, Michigan. Brian Mickens. <laughs> Brian B. Mickey Mickens. Come <laughs> so on, man! Nice Shout out to. Let me get you some claps. For you, Shout out to my dog. Appreciate you coming through, bro. First and foremost, that's what I always gotta let people know, man. Appreciate you coming through. Um, I mean, time is a is an invaluable resource. So you just giving me a you know hour or so of your time, man, is is greatly appreciated. And hopefully, the people listening and watching, man, they gonna enjoy this hour as much as I feel like we gonna enjoy giving it to them. Yeah. Uh, pause, right? No. That's almost pause. It's almost like, like ha- who, it who? Who? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Gotta, okay. We good. You gotta be shout out to to, to Cam. But you know, yeah. I hope that. Listening to your journey, listening to a few of the things you're into, learning who you are, man. Hopefully they enjoy that, so let's get right into it. But first and foremost, shout out to the social media, man. Make sure y'all tap in with us, man. Has-beens pod. That's the podcast, man. Uh, sports meets pop culture, man. It's like the ultimate twist of, like, I think, black culture. We own them two demographics, so I wanted to make sure we – uh. Highlight those two things on the show. Highlight people doing great things in them areas, man. And um, none mainstream, like, stories and shit from those areas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, not talking about relationship talk. No, no relationship talk. Thank uh, you. Maybe one day if we get, like, some real certified professional, like, you know, counselors. Like a real doctor. And they want to create, yeah, some not content. somebody who just got 100 No, 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 no. a bunch of people. Like, right. No, no, no. We, no, not, no. we not for that, bro. Yeah. But make sure y'all tap in with us, has Been's Pod on YouTube, man. Make sure y'all keep blowing up the views, keep blowing up the likes. We appreciate y'all. We going up right now, man. The stocks are high, man. Better buy now. You know what I mean? Um, also, tap in with us for the people that's listening to us and not watching us, man. Make sure you still subscribing to us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. My favorite podcast streaming platform is the one that comes standard on the iPhone, the good old Apple Podcast. Mick, what's your what's your favorite? What you listen to podcast? Or do you listen to podcast? I don't. You don't listen to podcast. No, okay. I, just, I support people though, like my brother right here. I've watched Cam's Mace. I've watched yours a few times, mm-hmm. but I'm just not in the sit and watch podcast. Maybe. Okay. Maybe when I get a little bit older, my legs start hurting more. And I ain't got shit to do. I got you. Oh, you need to stop. You ain't got nothing. Well, you can you can produce films with no legs, bro. You Man. you good. Yeah, you're right. You, you you good, right? Shout out to the people with no legs who stand on <laughs> principles. But I feel uh, <laughs> make sure y'all tap in with us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Moment of silence, real quick, man. Give y'all 15 seconds to pull out your phone, tap in with us. Wild card sports, wild card TV has been his pod. <laughs> All right, let's get it, man. 
Brian Mickens, man, Flint, Michigan, man. Um, like I said, we already said comedian, screenwriter, producer, director, yeah. former what, college wide receiver, Madden player, gamer. I won't. I'm not calling you a Madden player. Madden player. I'm the one of the best Madden players in the United States. Stop playing with me. Pseudo pro um, Madden player. Yeah. Where they can find you on? What, take, give me your Mickens, social media. Mickens for real. M I C K E N S. For real. Is it the number four or the F O R? Mickens for real, man. On Twitter, you got Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. Mickens for real. Instagram. Mickens for real. Twitter. I don't think I want you to know how I really feel about Twitter. I'll be talking crazy. You be on you you say some you say some stuff. So Twitter, if you find it, that's that's just God putting you right where you need right to be. If you didn't, then you, you just missed it. Okay. Uh, I won't I won't put them out here, man. Y'all gotta go get that on y'all own, man. But uh, uh IMDB, Brian Mickens, Facebook, Brian Mickens, MySpace, Brian Mickens, Black Planet, Brian Mickens, Christian Mingle, Brian Mickens. <laughs> it's a bunch of shit. Everywhere, Brian Mickens, man. Everywhere. What you got your you got this old R and B voice. Are you an R and B singer too, by no, Trey? You know, I'm about to check into the sweat hotel. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so let's get right to it. Let's start off. Um let's not waste any time, man. Comedy, man. I feel like when I met you, uh you mm-hmm. talked a lot about the the screenwriting and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And now we seeing a lot of that come, you know, to fruition. But at the beginning, when I first met you a long time ago, you was in you was in the comedy scene yeah. coming up. So tell me, how'd you discover your passion for comedy? And then uh, kind of when did you decide to take it serious? So I was already a comedian when I got to Atlanta, but I didn't do comedy in clubs. I was opening at colleges when I was in Michigan. So I was telling jokes when I was in Michigan in college at Grand Valley. And I had opened up for Roy Wood Jr. Um, in, at Dr. Grin's, and I bombed terribly. <laughs> Dr. Uh, Grand? Yeah, I was I was terrible. And it was just because I didn't know anything. You know, as a comedian, you got to have experiences to talk about that are relatable to people who don't know you. So when I moved here, I had to actually get in those comedy clubs. And Atlanta is, I look at Atlanta comedy like the hyperbolic chamber on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Explain. When, you, when Goku and them would go up there and train. Mm-hmm. They come back to earth and whoop ass. So you come you out do here. comedy here and you in those rooms where people don't give a fuck about you or your life or your mama or nobody, you have to make them people laugh. And the harder it is, it makes you tougher. Mm-hmm. So when I left two years ago, I was literally, it was like poetry emotion. It was easy to talk to. I would go to New York Detroit. Shut it down. Shut it down. Now, granted, don't nobody kill every fucking night, but it was way more easier than it had been before because I knew what to do. Atlanta gave the blueprint for comedy. So, what about you? What do you think it is, is about Atlanta that like makes it that way? Because uh, let me be quite honest, it's niggas. Just we to, are, we are, we are a loving race, but. It take a lot for us to to laugh. Like you mm-hmm. really gotta be funny. We've seen Bernie. We've seen Dave. We've seen Chris Tucker. We've seen Martin. Mm-hmm. What are you bringing to the table that's gonna make you 
Because you can go pop one of them tapes in still to this day. And you still going to laugh. And I feel like comedy in L.A. is tough because there's a lot of structure out there. It's a lot of structure in L.A. Them boys out there, punchline, tag, boom, boom, boom. But just raw, funny is Chicago, Atlanta, you know, New York, of course. And I I feel like um, it preps you to go to L.A. And and then you learn the structure. Like I learned structure and all that when I got out there. Okay, so it's just more structure out just there. It's more and it's it's, t- it's for TV. I about to say, is that the Hollywood just yeah, the influence? Yeah, it's, it's for TV. And if you're trying to be a comedian out there, you're working on showcase material. So is that what that? What's that a Hispanic dude name that I can't stand? Uh, what's Glacius? His, no, no, the older dude who had a show. Oh, uh, you talking about George? Uh, yeah, Lopez. George Lopez. Yeah, that's George what. Lopez. That's the that's that West Coast shit. No, I don't. I don't really. You know, I've only <laughs> seen George Lopez one or two times, so I don't really have anything to to say. To critique, okay. Yeah, to add to anything like George Lopez, he's a legend. So shit, I'm trying to get where he at. I feel that. <laughs> I respect Shout that. Shout out to George Lopez. So did you? Were you? You just told jokes your heart because you know we all we we yeah, talk I told shit. Joke, we talk shit, but my, I seen my mom and my dad roast each other at the kitchen table when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Every night we ate dinner. So it was in. It was in me, and I. It didn't matter if my grand when my granny died, the jokes were still flying. Oh yeah. When my grand when my yeah. mom's mom they don't take died, nothing serious. They didn't take nothing. <laughs> I didn't give, and and that's why I think I am the way I am. Okay. Yeah, you got. I mean, it's all of us have been conditioned by our yeah, parents in our some parents. way, shape, or form. Yeah. It's our choice after we get out of their chokehold yeah. whether we kind of shed some of that shit. It's impossible shit, to get rid of it all. Shit, I'm telling you, just like I'm still talking shit. But I love it, though, man. I, I I did learn to cut it on and off. I feel like when you are a comedian, people instantly start smiling or, hey, tell me a joke. I'm not getting paid. I'm Brian Mickens when I'm walking around. And so that's why you're not funny and when we're hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's a weak-ass joke out of here. Yeah, you're that weak-ass joke out of here. <laughs> this is my dog right now. You go to the comedy show, like, okay, this is kind of oh, can't tell a joke in person, but yeah. oh, really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's okay. my guy. It's my guy. But we, Damn. like you say, we we was even hard on you at first. Nah, you gotta, you gotta, you told a joke and like, nah, bro, that's not that it. That ain't it. That ain't it. Come get I, us another. And, <laughs> and I feel like com- comedy is people know in L.A. They're coming to laugh mm-hmm. here and in in urban, just urban, rural areas. People are like, man, we telling jokes in. Comedy clubs, we telling jokes in bars, we telling jokes in lounges. People playing pool. Yeah, niggas just ain't out nobody chilling. paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. So you so got to make them really pay gotta attention. Make, you got to make somebody who just. I can got respect off work. that because Atlanta is really like you say a vibe city. People will just be a place yeah, just to hang out, just it, to hang out. And who is you, this nigga on yeah, stage? It, Relate to me, right? Because we got the we got the Casamigos over here. We got, got the hookah, nigga. We don't ladies, need you. We don't need you. I feel that. Respect to that. Respect to so, that. Yeah, that's what it is. And I'm, okay, I'm blessed though. Um, first and foremost, you know, it's it's everything that I have is because of, you know the Lord, and I'm just you know grateful that He has put me in a position to do everything that I'm doing right now. So I just keep you know my faith tight as okay. much as possible. I'm not no saint, but that's where I have to be mentally and spiritually to keep elevating. You gotta be, yeah. Come on, man. I'm gonna get some claps of that. You did not have a uh, brief offering. Huh? You gonna take an offering? Who? You taking an offering? <laughs> I'm just talking. 
Oh, I was about to say. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So um, you spoke about your parents, you know what I mean? They, uh, Like you said, they always talk trash, kind of, you feel like you got a lot of who you are today from them. You say you're from Flint. Speak to how it was growing up in Flint and how that impacted you, kind of coming from the, a lot of people from the Midwest to the South, yeah. you know, throughout now to the West Coast. I, I was in the hood, but I wasn't hood. So I grew up right next door to the projects. I was in the projects every day. Mm-hmm. And it was like people knew that I wasn't, like I was on the sidewalk. They knew I was on the sidewalk. So it was like Black Youngster has a song called Sidewalk, by the way. So check that out. It's called Sidewalk where, yeah, you here, but you ain't of here. Mm-hmm. So learning that and, and just knowing like how rough it can be and then going to HBCU and then transferring from HBCU to a PWI and understanding white people, I had one foot in, one foot out. I knew how to maneuver. So once I left Michigan, I went to I went to Lane for a year and then I came back, graduated from Grand Valley. I was like, okay, well, shoot, I know how white people think. I know how black people think. I can go anywhere. And I came here, and it was easy to adapt. I was all the way in Stone Mountain, mm-hmm. right down road. See? Where them, them out there pussad yeah them dumb them niggas who don't use every word in the cuss word just Puss, yeah yeah like, eh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. it was weird but it was like oh okay every hood is really the same just got his own it's like got culture right yeah it's as long as you just stay in your lane you can go anywhere bro. I tell my girl that all the time. It just, it's not nothing to think about. Yeah, and that's why, like, when you was, we talked before the set, and it was like, you know, knowing who you are. Yeah. is is key because you got to be able to go into different environments. Yeah. Especially if you're doing comedy. Yeah. You might 100%. have to go to a club that ain't in the best environment. Yeah, it's But not. you can't be rattled. You can't be shook. You got to know what I can tell what type of person I'm dealing with just by. I can tell what type of person I'm dealing with just by how they dress. Really? I was yeah. about to get into that. So doing comedy, you run into a lot of people. Yeah. Heckling, talking shit. Yeah. Uh, how do you go about interacting with them? Do well, you, how, how do you pick and choose? I, I remember seeing Bruce Bruce when I was a kid, and he had a joke. He was telling a joke, and somebody started talking. He said, remember, I got the mic now. <laughs> it could be my show, or we can turn the show into you. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at this camera, don't talk at my shows. I'm coming in that motherfucker. I'm talking shit. Telling you, I will do. If I have 20 minutes, it will be dedicated to you. Whether you bomb or not. No, I won't. Because I'm every joke I'm gonna tell is gonna. I'm gonna just relate it to you. <laughs> That's the. It's it's a psychological thing being on stage. You gotta be quick. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's talking out of turn, I judge. I work in film. Mm-hmm. Casting ain't nothing but judging people. Right. Right. So if I look at you, I'm going to be like, okay, like you. You look like you. <laughs> I ain't going to say that on his podcast. God bless you. But I'm saying, though, <laughs> it, it's it's a judgmental thing when you look at somebody. You right. know, like, okay, like a middle school, eighth grade coach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when I look at you, you look like you tell kids, up, down, up, down, all day like that. And that's not a joke. <laughs> I'm just being straight up. Like, you could just judge and be like, okay, this nigga look like he didn't make it in the NBA and he a coach. <laughs> you 
That's so you trying to roast me on the low right now? Is what you do? <laughs> like me? Look at me, shit. I mean, I'm really not as good as you. Good. About me, but uh, yo, I work I'm you out here. With you. But no, so that's what I do. You you just put you put the hot seat on them, and and you gonna have people that that talk back crazy and mm-hmm. and all that. Don't hop on that stage. <laughs> Cause you've seen they, they got guards up there, man. No, I don't, I don't need bro. Oh, you you throwing with them, man? What? I'm not. I'm gonna be like Chappelle. Don't fucking touch me. And people gonna swoop in. Maybe when I get like 45. But, but now I'm, you got. I'm you at the age up. where niggas social media. Do they be fighting a lot? Do comedians be having it like like? I don't know. I don't. Really, I don't be in comedian. Um, I don't. I have comedy friends, mm-hmm. but as far as when. Conversations start happening about this comic and this comic. I just be like, oh. you just use it, yeah, because that I've heard and seen people get put off shows just because they got into it with this person and this person fuck with the promoter, so they'll just kick you off the show. Yeah, I ain't got time for that. I ain't Stay got time, lane, so yeah. I don't got no problem with none of you comedy niggas or women. Okay, yeah. you, look, you just mind your business, mind my business, go to your my, show, make, make my yep, make Let's, my rounds. Oh, for, for uh, yeah, yeah. I'm responding to text. I got a lot going on. But, um, yeah, so you were um, talking. Well, free promo. You got a show this weekend. Oh, well, yeah. So I'm just doing a little guest spot, man. It's not my show. Um, it's just for Jess Larry's. So when you, so is it, is that a real thing? Like, you got, like, because I hear a lot of people when I talk to people who do, like, not necessarily comedy, but, like, Music and stuff. Yeah, like you can't say it's your show if you're not like the headline. If I'm not, yeah, I'm not the headline. Okay, so that's so, their yeah. show. It's, the, it's her show. Okay, it's just Larry's show. I just always know. It's not it's even trying to like be no, funny. No, it's just like I always up, notice people who like they're like, nah, that's that's I'm that tell show. Tell you the truth, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I am not headlining right now. I only have about 27 minutes of straight funny, not up down up down funny. No, I'm talking about you're gonna laugh from. Seven o'clock till seven twenty-seven. I only have twenty-seven minutes of straight funny. That so seems like a lot of time. It's, it's, not... it's feature time. Uh-huh. So I have feature material, but forty-five minutes. I'm there, but I just I'm not. I'm tough on myself. So until I can have people laughing and all this shit for forty-five minutes, I don't okay. have. I don't. Because yeah. them them other dudes, that boy Chappelle can get you. Two hours. Yeah, he get you from. But see, they have they have the leisure. They can just go up there and talk. People are just excited to see them. That's true. They have a superstar factor. So superstar factors. That's fifteen minutes right there. We just happy to see your ass. After fifteen minutes, it's like okay. What's what the fuck you talking about? Okay. But when nobody knows you, so forty five minutes a good number. Yeah. Thinking putting everything into perspective. That's just how I look at it. That's a good number. I like that. I'm I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do a comedy show. I just like to try shit. I mean, yeah, you, 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 I don't know why you're not doing comedy with your uh, brother. You're evil Dave Chappelle, so. <laughs> yeah, you're the evil version. I don't know why you're not doing comedy in here. I, I, and I idolize Dave, but it's just like young kids like us never thought, I mean, unless you picked it up early or like yeah. knew you was going to do I was it. Getting, I used to get, ro- we used to get roasted. Like I, I only had one pair of shoes in middle school. Yeah, I mean, my mom was semester. Too. Oh, I didn't have it that bad. No, nah, no, nah, I didn't have it bad like that. But I got roasted because I was small. Oh, word? Uh, me? Yeah. No. Nah. You had a growth spurt, nigga. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. This is this is new. Oh, this is new. But oh, not like you new, a new, new tall, nigga. I uh, I got tall. I was like sixteen. I was like five two. 
You thought you Fresh, were going to the league, didn't you? Nah, that them growing pains during at sixteen years old will ruin any chance you got to go anywhere. Why? Because you if I went from like five two five three to like six foot in the Damn. summer, and it's like your body be really hurt. That's a real thing. So you trash. You so uncoordinated and trash at that like point. Like a baby deer. It's really like that. Damn. So I wouldn't. I didn't get back like even solid at sports again for real. Cause I was in college. Like I was like, all right, I'm. I'm I starting to get to my grown, now. yeah, I can get my grown man on, yeah. I can run now. My last two years in high school was a struggle. Ooh, yeah, yeah, so I, so I was. They put you in the game to foul <laughs> last few minutes. I play defense, bro. Yeah, foul. Get out of here, man. Uh-huh. Get out of here. Let's get, this ain't about me, look. They listen, these folks listen to, me, listen to me all the time they tell do? my stories. Okay. Yeah. They ain't heard me we, ask you no yeah. questions, though. That's cool. That's cool. You can ask me. Okay. So, um, 45 minutes show, like you say, you're not headlining yet. Talk to us about the journey of climbing through the ranks of comedy. How does that look? Is it because you know, you boxing, you got to go through the amateurs, then you kind of got to fight, you know, get the right fights, get the right opponents, maybe get a belt or two, and um, then you get your big money fights. What did it look like in comedy? I remember DC Young Flyer said some shouts out to DC, man. Shout out to him. Um, he said something in another podcast where he was talking about persistence. And that's what comedy is if you want to be great. Mm-hmm. You're going to bomb at some point. There's going to be shows that you just don't know. Where you're just going to be off. Kobe didn't drop 40 every night. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. But you got to want to work. You got to want to be better. And I personally feel like, you know, some people just are chosen. Like, you compare like Randy Moss and Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice was very talented, but Randy Moss, that he was born with that. Yeah, that's just so. It's, it's it's comedians that are they just born funny, and when you go through the ranks, you learn the structure that I was talking about, and just knowing how to write and 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 screenwriting and all that other stuff that builds you up, and then you add to it. Mm-hmm. So now you got the natural funny Ability. plus, but you know how to create a set. Five minute, a tight five. Yeah. Like a tight five is equivalent to like running a good 40 in the NFL. If you got a great tight five, that's what people be paying attention to. Like okay. straight up stopping, respecting the light. Like I I had to go through a phase of, okay, respect the light, you know, and, and understand that it's not just about you, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, I grow appreciation to it. You know, I, I appreciate bombing when I was in Atlanta. I used to walk to Atlanta Comedy Corner when it was on Marietta Street. K-Dub was hosting. And I would walk every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I would walk like a mile just to get there because it was no bus line. So I would just walk around, walk down Northside Drive mm-hmm. and get to And I would go and I would ask them, like, Yo, can I go up? Can I go up? And I would, so I would sit there three, four hours and never go up. And then when I will go up, I'll do all right. Or if I bomb, if you bomb at Uptown, DJ Ant Love will play Boys to Men. How do I say goodbye when you're walking on stage? Get out of here. I'm dead serious. That is the long. You're going to start crying out there? I ain't crying. I I just ain't dub. Once you get off stage, Man, this nigga done got on my motherfucking nerves for about twenty minutes. You know, come up here and say that shit. What was he saying? Matter of fact, don't even don't even bring it up. Don't I don't want to hear that shit. Don't say that like, shit again. 
it was it wasn't hazing. It was like, nigga, if you really want to do this, you gotta get better. And that's I appreciate that. Some people don't appreciate it. Some people are like, oh man, you shouldn't do that. You should you should pour into comedians and make them feel good. But what good is that if you think everything is all good when you get on stage? Yeah. It's going. It's not. Is it an in between space or like some you know like tough love? I do feel like some comedians, older vets, took it too far, but I wasn't around them. I would see it and I just knew I ain't about to. I'm not fucking. So do they help? Like, is it is it a craft where they like, yo man? Yeah, but see, I I mean, certain comics done pulled me to the side, like like Dub. It's it's all love at the end of the day. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you know, Daryl Dam, Nard. You know, Dirty South, R.I.P. to Nard and Dirty South. Like, they'll pull you to the side and be like, look, man, we just, we want you to win. But, you know, and I was annoying, nigga. I'm keeping 100. I was, I used to talk. I used to talk. Mm-hmm. Not gossip talk, but just, just talking. Mm-hmm. Just Fucking talking. With folks, just, just messing with people. Like, so you got to grow as a person, too. Like, comedy ain't about who's the funny. It's about who want to work with you because you going on the road, nigga. If me and you don't like each other... And we got to go to Boston for three, four nights. Fuck that. Leave me. We going to be scrapping. So that's what they look at. And it it took me a minute to realize that, okay, it's not about being being funny. Because when I got funny, I'm like, damn, how the fuck I ain't? Why I ain't going on the road with nobody? Mm -hmm. And then once I started to reflect and see that, okay, it was me. I changed that. And then I started getting on more shows. Right. Just about just understanding, man, and praying and just having that. Mind frame that you want to get better. Okay, for sure, for sure. Uh, let's 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 last thing about comedy for real for for a second is uh back in the day you know you had the Richard Pryors, the Eddie Murphys, the the said entertainers, the Bernie Macs, the these comics that you know pushed the line on a lot of topics. And back then you could say whatever the fuck you wanted to say. Yeah. Um, it's a new age, obviously in America. It's a new age and comedy because you see now a lot of people getting upset about certain things that comedians say because you know back in the end you could take anything that was going on in the news and tell Let's a good joke about it. about it you know what i mean nowadays you know you got transgenders you got uh you know just the whole you know lgbtq i mean any plight people got is like you can't even talk about it like if if it's not your plight yeah you're sitting laughing at the jokes but if it's somebody in the crowd that's not with that shit it's like a big deal so how do you see the change in comedy and do you tend to just kind of stay away from certain topics or you don't give a fuck? Uh, it's a combination of both. Okay. I don't give a fuck uh, because we are here to say how we feel about the world. That's what a comedian is. Mm-hmm. I do feel like there is a fine line for um, not badgering or um, like just being a dick towards a certain demographic of people. I don't agree with that. feel like you could be funny. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Mm-hmm. I know. I my, my have a homegirl. She's been gay since Bill Clinton was in office. <laughs> nice. I didn't know. She, and we were in elementary school. And she came to my show, and I talked about gay people. And she was laughing because I didn't make her feel 
like she wasn't shit. Yeah, like you didn't it's like just her. Like, it's, yeah, it's just like a relatable joke about if a politician, you, a politician is in and you tell jokes about politics. Mm -hmm. If he's laughing, he's relating to what you're saying, and he might take it like, oh, man, that's, that's a good joke. Yeah, I get hey, it. It's yeah, relatable yeah, and it's I true. But if you say, oh, yeah, y'all are like this and y'all ain't this and y'all ain't that and y'all this, it's like, okay, where's the joke? You just trying to talk shit. Talk shit. So I, I feel like it's a fine line. I, Cat Williams was talking about that. I feel like if you are funny, you can talk about anything. And I feel like you will also be able to write. Um, I can, And I'm speaking for myself. I will be able to write jokes that not only make people laugh, but make people think where it's like, okay, yeah, I'm talking about a certain demographic of people right now, but I'm not just going to make them feel like shit the whole time. I'm going to be like, okay, you know, this is the good things about them. Well, let me tell you why there are also some negative, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But right. Make the negative, you can turn a negative into a positive. Yeah. My mom always said, but it's not what you say, it's how you say it. It's just how you, how you tell yeah, that so, story. Man. And the times were different. Like, I feel like, you know, the world keeps changing. In 20 years, it's going to be a different type of comedy. You feel what I'm saying? What do you think about uh, Instagram comedy, or like social media com comedians everybody versus like- Everybody got their own lane. That's a, okay, so you cool with that? I mean, everybody got their own lane, I respect dog. that. So, okay. you know, if you killing it on the gram and on YouTube, that's you. That's what you was put here to do. You feel what I'm saying? If you- I feel like the, the confusion and the problems come when- Let's say if you gain notoriety for wanting to run in the hundred meter, mm -hmm. you're like, yeah, I'm I'm running hundred meter for hundred meter. Don't know what this is. Mm -hmm. They ain't said nothing about you, but you over here talking about some people that's running a different race. Different, I got you. That's, you know what I'm I saying? Like that. So you have probably seen. I haven't experienced it myself. I don't deal with it, but you've probably seen some Instagram people or some stand up people. Throw shade at the other side. Mm -hmm. That's not that. your race. This, yeah, I mean, I, that's how I feel about a lot of things. Like yeah. you said, stay in your lane. Just stay in your lane, Do bro. you be a, be dominant in whatever niche you choose to be in? There's, and, there's and, no point, bro. And it's it's crazy. That's that's what creates conflict on social media, and it's just a cycle. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it, no matter what the music, new school, no matter old what it school, is, it's like all this basketball. It's gonna always. The reason why social media is so. It's always confusion is because people aren't staying in their lane at the end of the day. You're debating about something that really has not shit to do with you. And most people don't even have experience in, in the None. shit that you're talking like, about. <laughs> you're talking about sports because you have experience in sports. Yeah. Like folks be talking about like relationships. I be thinking to myself like, I'm engaged and, and I'm all this stuff and I don't sit around and do none of that. Didn't, didn't I say we weren't talking? We ain't talking about it. Oh, we can't even mention it. <laughs> We can't even it. Look at this. No, you're right though. So you're engaged, then you you could you could speak on that. But I, then I feel like too, it 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 just keeps going because some people will feel entitled, and then they'll take their entitlement and, yeah. and rub it in other people's faces. Yeah, that's not my style. Yeah, me either, man. So so let's let's switch it up. Uh, film, man, you 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 killing it out here on the on the film side. It's almost like. Sometimes you're doing so well over there, I'll be forgetting you're a comedian someday. Yeah, man. Um, God has really, like, did that for me. Um, I was here. I was working at Tyler Perry. Mm -hmm. Started there. I was a PA. I was walking an hour to the bus. Um, Stone Mountain. I would get on a one. Oh, that's you got, ooh, shit. I walk, and, and I was here and moved here in the spring, so I was working there throughout the summer. 
95 degrees, 100 degrees. I'm walking an hour, but I would be up at 450, so before it got hot. Okay. So walk an hour, get on the 116, take the 116 to Indian Creek, get on Indian Creek, go all the way down to College Park, get on another bus, can't remember the number, and it dropped me right off in front of you. You Midwest niggas love that public transportation. Hey, man, why you got to? Niggas in the South would be like, because it's too hot, nigga. That one, we, we conditioned early. That walking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. The birds getting the on birds. Them, them dirty, musty ass buses. I get on the, the bus because it's an experience. I get better jokes. You see, I feel that's like, true. Yeah, that's like that. when you experience more life and you see more things, you come up with more stuff to talk about. That's what that's so what I hop on the train in, in a heartbeat. That's why I was gonna, so you just at this point, that's why I said I think you just like the shit. Man. I like the shit, but I mean, in LA, it's it's train uber or a bike yeah that's kind of the life traffic is so bad like i live by the water so i don't really need to go nowhere to be honest with you just go swim and just go swimming hell yeah (laughs) for Um, sure but film is you know just i started tyler perry um i was a pa i got fired and (laughs) fuck you get fired bro man i didn't i remember i came in and I got picked, I got hired by somebody from Flint that knew me from high school. Mm-hmm. So a couple days after working or a couple weeks after working, somebody come in and throw me some keys. I don't have no license. So I'm like, okay, everybody moving around. All right, I'm going to just go get this car washed and grab, come back. Did it, no problem. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Nigga, the next day. The girl who hired me sent the PA and was like, yeah, Brittany want to see your license. I was like, I, I was in the kitchen making a big-ass turkey sandwich, too. Like, nah. Boy, I put some extra on that because I knew that was going to be was the it. last sandwich. Let's see the last. Uh, no, <laughs> Man. We'll holler at you. Yeah, and she was, she was like, you know, I, and I was saving money to pay. You get your license suspended in Michigan, they have driver responsibility fees. Uh-huh. And my fees is like three k. I I'd have my license suspended first yeah. year in college. Man, so I was saving ticket, my little Tyler spent. Perry checks to pay it, and I was just like, "Look, man, I was just trying to." My dog like, still ain't got his license. Who? Oh no, I got my he California. Got I got my California. That, that boy went twenty years out of life. Hell yeah! But look, though, <laughs> hey, I had God driving. Look. I mean, <laughs> God is my driver. I'm just playing. But, um, Hell no, you not. Nah, but yeah, so did that and I got fired and I uh, I worked my ass off. Got went to the radio station. I was at V103 92.9. and then I got picked up by BET as a PA. Uh huh. And I had they I, I I used to fly myself to the events because there was no money. Like they were they were just giving me money to to do that day, but I had to be there. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to fly to the I flew myself to BT Honors. I flew myself to... Uh, I remember them days. You was yeah, grinding, my boy. Man, and I remember I was about to quit. I was like, man, I ain't about to do this shit no more. And one chick who I had just ran into in L.A. recently who hired me, she called me. She was like, look, we. I was about to tell her I quit. She was like, look, we want you to do the BT Awards in 2017, 2018. It was 2017, and we'll pay you $200 a day. And I was just about to quit, uh, and like, boom. And, i give you one more. And then it was a step, and it was just a ladder from there 
And, the, you know, the 30 for 30, that's how it happened because I got Michael Smith into the after party. Ah, you got in his ear. Yeah, got, he was like, no, nah. he was like, if you ever need anything, call me. And I'm like, this nigga trying to Varnell Hill me, dog. <laughs> what Varnell Hill did? Remember when Varnell Hill saw Martin and he was oh, like, yeah. you're going to be in L.A. anytime? He's like, nah, <laughs> damn. I had to remember what the, and that nigga Mike actually went to work and was like, "I'm about to be on the Varnell." Yeah, oh yeah, he was sitting there. And he really went. <laughs> he was mad as hell, man. Right? So I'm thinking he' about to play me. I come back to Atlanta. I'm getting evicted from my apartment. I'm like, man, I got a, I got a, I got an idea. I just don't know who to trust. So I call him. I'm like, he ain't gonna answer the phone. I'm gonna call him. Mm-hmm. Mickens, what up, bro? I'm like, you really answered the phone. You was in there. And I was like, I got an idea. And he's like, what's the deal? Talk to me. I was like, I want to do a 30 for 30 on the M1 mixtape. And it was just silent. He was just like, bro, give me two minutes. I'm going to call you right back. And I'm like, man, this nigga ain't about to. I'm sitting by, I'm pacing in the kitchen. Got the stopwatch out and shit. Man, my bags. I got to get up out this apartment. He called me back. He like, look. Forward you to Scoop Jackson and, and then this guy in Washington, and then they gonna they gonna do what they gotta do. And when I tell you, it went from that to that to that to it just start progressing. And man, it worked. Like I li- I would fly up to. I didn't have no money. I was. I remember asking Brittany. BD. 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 Shout out to my dog. BD flew me. Somewhere when I didn't have no money, and then my boy KJ from uh, Clark, shout out to KJ, he would let me use his buddy passes because I would have to go back up and meet with these people. My homeboys, uh, Troy, Rondo, all them, like uh, Carl and Marshall, like they would give me money to go do this stuff. And it was, it wasn't just me from the business perspective, I was just the creative. I really had people. Todd, JD, man, dude, that film wasn't just me. It was a tribe of people that was like, I fuck with Mickens. Yeah. You know? That's lit. Yeah, so. Shout out to all them, man. Yeah, man. You too, Evelyn. How about that? I'm sure I was somewhere. Yeah, you were. Back, back when we was, uh, like you say, when we were single and man, stuff. Look at this. Make shit shake. We had no responsibility. Yeah, we had no responsibility. I still don't have none. But hey, you know what? That's just how life is. That's hey, bro. It's going to come. I got, I got it's responsibility. Come. Look, everybody got their own race, bro. Yeah, they and do. Your, yeah, I'm over here focusing on yours, and I was just talking about Get your ass out here. <laughs> you know, let me just get back in my life. Mind your business, nigga. But now, nah, uh, let's talk about the N1 30 for 30 a little more. So you get the, you already explained kind of how you got there. Yeah. You're meeting with all these people. What, like, had you always, like, thought about, like, you wanted to do this a long, long time, or was it just like? I wrote a 30 for 30 in college, and it got stole, and I'm not going to say who stole it, because. Yeah, kind of yeah. cool now. Okay, y'all good. But, yeah, but I wrote one, and he they stole it and turned it into like an E60. Cool. I'm finna go look up all the E60s. Go ahead. I'll figure out which one I'm thinking this, yeah. this, this nigga wrote. It's this. a whole laundry. This was in 2012. So 2012, E60. Of, I got you. Yeah. I'm on your ass. Hey, man, damn, I'm telling too much. So You, you done gave me a lot. <laughs> so I already had... Uh, I did. T- I wanted to do them because I remember being in a club when I was in Thirty for Thirty's been out since we was damn near in high school. So I remember just being in like teen parties and watching Thirty for Thirties while everybody partying. I'm just looking at the TV screen, 
And um, I I remember when I I would just be like, okay, I want to do one. What hasn't been done? And I remember I'm like, damn, did shit on air. I instantly after that conversation with ESPN, I would go to Georgia Tech every day to mm-hmm. their library and just write. I'm like, really? okay, I want to tell it from this perspective. I want to do it how this way. I want to do it this way. And I did it. And I remember getting a story, and I would, <laughs> I'm like, okay, now I got the story. I got ESPN. Now I got to get N1. So I just Googled. I'm like, who owns this? Like, who is the number? So I would be on Instagram trying to find who I find. And I remember getting a link to the offices. Mm-hmm. And I just called. And somebody answered. <laughs> and you went from and there. And went from there. And, they, and I remember when I finally got up there, they was like, man, who is this kid calling? Mm. Who's this weird guy? Who is it? My fault, bro. My man, fault, you bro. see, I'll be trying not to My be fault. in comedy mode. I don't be wanting to, to, to do fault, it. Bro. You know how, you know how this know goes, how is, bro. You know, know how this goes, So, man. no, you right, though, bro. I'm trying to keep it. Look, I'm trying to stay on my you side. You stay, stay on, on your, your side, side. Bro. Stay on your side, sucker. <laughs> Job, turkey. Yeah, man. But, no, that's how that shit happened, and I'm just grateful, man. It's, you, if it's something that you want to do, bro, like, there's really no excuse. It's just... You gotta have a mind frame. Just go, just go, bro. Just go, bro. There's just go. Um. So you you go from there, uh, and it seemed like it was just a snowball effect from that point. Once you yeah. once did that hit, the confidence seemed to be through the roof. The opportunities through the roof. The the that's a big resume builder. Obviously, you know. Yeah, doing that was was crazy because I. But the fucked up thing about that whole thing is getting paid when I got paid. Kobe Bryant died in January mm-hmm. 2020. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, January yeah. 2020. They called me when I was at the Super Bowl, and it was like, yeah, the money's going to be dropped. A week or so later, COVID. I remember somebody saying, yeah, COVID-19 is, and I'm like, oh, okay, this, Fuck is, all that. This, this shit ain't nothing. Man, I remember where I was at. I got, went to the mailbox. The check, they had sent the check, but the deposit had or, uh, was about to hit, so they just sent me the copy. And I was just looking at the money, and I cut the TV on. And Donald Trump said, COVID-19, the world is shutting down. And Atlanta shut down, like, the next day. Mm-hmm. Everything. I didn't work for two months. I mean, two years. That money, no, I swear, I ain't trying to turn this into no religious thing that. I don't know what y'all niggas believe in, but that was really God saying, you gonna need this. You, <laughs> you are go going <laughs> to need this money. And that money, I didn't work for two years and I helped my family and I went back to Michigan and I paid bills and everybody was straight. Mm-hmm. And and then I moved back to Atlanta and it's just still going up. But that's that just shows you, like, if you just put the work in, he's just going to take care of whatever you got going on. I love that, bro. So now you got you out here doing all access with Showtime. Is it Showtime? Are you, you working with PBC or are you working with no, Showtime? No, I'm working with Showtime. Showtime. So the editor on the 30 for 30, his name is Andrew Romero. Shout out to Andrew Romero. Mm-hmm. He, I was, we had just connected. He had randomly called me. He's like, hey, what you working on? Because I was in L.A. I did Snowfall. But I was just a gaffer assistant. Like, I wasn't an actor, nothing like that. Don't get 
promoting the show. Like, what acting I choose? I think it was on Snowfall. Y'all yeah, got Snowfall yeah. season five. Check it out. Um, I was just behind the scenes working on set, and I did the whole entire season, and I learned so much about how real television is made. No disrespect to those other markets and those other tier shows, but top tier. Like Hollywood, this is what the they fuck on is some like. other shit, man. What every I'm, little detail be details, so yeah. You can tell when you watch a TV show on HBO Max versus, versus a TV show on Tubi. I'm not saying any network's names. Tubi, I'll say it for you. Say that. I don't know. I, I ain't fucking nothing. I got going on. Cause I might be caught Tubi. I I go fuck with Tubi. I, I would too. I, I mean, shit. <laughs> I was. About I to talk say shit. I'm, I'm gonna pull up. He, he got it. But no, you're right, though. So it's, I just learned so much from a TV show perspective, and I gained the appreciation. When you watch television, it's not just about the actors. It's not just about the producers. It's about crafty. It's about um, transportation. You're going to be hungry on set. How you going to get to set? Transpo. It's about the sound guy. It's about the camera guy. Man, it's a village. The camera guys is that them, it's them a, dudes. It's a village, and that's why where we are right now with this strike is because there are a group of people that are not taking into consideration that tribe, and that's where we are. So talk about the strike. I'm not. <laughs> You're not gonna talk about uh, it. I mean, I you. I got you. it's is what I just said. There are a group of people who do not feel that the tribe is worthy. And that's why we're going through what we're going through. And I'm not even in the WGB, WGA. I'm a producer, but I'm not going to pitch any scripted content to studios until they do what's right. And I feel okay. like that's just straight up. So, And the w, WGA, is that like a union? Yes, yeah, the Writers Guild of America. Right. Oh, oh, that's so, the, the yeah. big dog. Yeah, the big dogs. And then the, the SAG slash uh, Astra, um, the actors. Okay. They're on strike too, so it's it's a combination of everything that's going on right now. I like that, because yeah, because so. I when I because I picked this up and I've been teaching myself this craft and you know like we you showed me light and sound. It's yeah. all a and like you say, like I gained an appreciation just by kind of like trying to start a podcast and a video podcast. Yeah, I remember when you told me that shit. Yeah. Was fine. I was like, do it, bro. Yeah, understanding all the parts that like come into it, and it's like I'm low key kind of trying to be like the jack of all trades and do it all but yeah. like man that shit is tough yeah it's tough and it's like when you like you say when you watch real TV it's guys who come in here and they job is to light and they do this at such a high, high level, level man. that like bro it's so much you can do with just like turn the light this way yep. you get a totally different look camera and get a cameraman they angles even colorists Colors. Like people who do the, that's man, that's the, the yeah, that's I about to say, that's, them motherfuckers there are some of the baddest dudes in the game. The editing. Because that's going to take your, your, no matter what camera you shoot with, they going to come in and make that shit look milky, you feel me? And so, mm-hmm. I know by trying to do it all myself how important it is. And, Extremely important. Yeah, y'all. so like I could just only imagine from a yeah. high level production standpoint. Like, the, just watching them at FX, shout out to FX, what they do to make a shot. When you watch a movie and somebody comes in in a scene, pay attention to the first scene. How many times does that camera angle switch? switch? Shit crazy. That that one scene is one day of work. 
12 hours. They done shot that shit so many times. And so they done shot, all right, we're going to turn the camera on. And we're going to do Like, that stuff is no joke. So you got to, those people deserve fair wages. That's for sure. So we, when I moved to L.A., we were, they almost striked. The labor unions almost striked, but they didn't. The IATSE, they didn't because they got what they deserved. But it's like, <clears throat> they, they bust, they, I was up. Four in the morning, five in the morning, and I'm like, these motherfuckers, we really doing this. And I remember Justin Dickinson, shout out to Justin, he's the lead guy from Snowfall. He said, you are in the Michael Jordan of film right now. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of that. Like, it don't get no higher than Hollywood right? from a film perspective. So I just took that. I appreciate that. I appreciate what God gave me with that, and I just, I'm taking that information and knowledge and I just want to apply it to the films that I'm about to do. Right. So. That's why I just like my, my aspirations for filmmaking is like some indie level shit because I'm just like. No, the, it shouldn't be. I just don't know how to, I mean, I just can't fathom like the, to. I mean, but I guess you just get budgets from other people and get money from other people. To well, make no, you start, you, you fathom that you want to do it at a high level and that's where you're going to go. Don't, Say, well, yeah, now there's nothing wrong. I don't want nobody that's doing indie to, to take this the wrong way or anything like that because you do have to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. But you tell yourself, I'm going to do a tier one budget film. Yeah. That's between like nine million, somewhere around it's up there. Yeah. You say that and you put that content together and you, you network and you try to find the best way to do that. Mm -hmm. That's my goal. Yeah, so so you, I'm going to switch it up. You're right because I. I'm the type of person I don't like to box myself in. I just like to you go and chase the that. whatever the highest level is for me. At the, you know it, this now, next, 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 and just yeah. keep keep eating and you know Man, figure 100%. it out. So appreciate that that uh so I can switch up my mentality on that because you're 100 percent right. Let's um let's get off the rails real quick. We gonna shut it in. We gonna we gonna bring it down. We gonna we gonna bring it to my side of the uh, uh -oh. of the couch, my boy. Of course. A little bit of that, just a little bit of trash talk, just a little bit of just fuck around for the fuck around. You know what I mean? Oh, let's go. Um, talk Bud Spence first since you since you've been working on the all access. I need you to make your pick, and I don't want to hear none of that Man. bullshit, professional shit. You can pick your fighter. Who you got, Bud or Spence? And you've seen them both, I'm sure. I done, I've been watching footage for the last two months. Or, um, all I'm gonna say is, before the footage, I said, "But since I've been seeing Spence train, Bud ain't just about to get no belt. <laughs> it's it's going. It's gonna but be a war. It's going to be a war. Spence right. is his level of focus, man. From what I've been seeing, it's like." I ain't seen nothing like that. They both want it. It's gonna be a yeah. good ass this is fight. Boxing, like so, we watching it next week, right? Yeah, hell, okay. uh, you go, you you at your house. I mean, I can order it. Okay, cause you know, I ain't, I ain't going out there. You, you, oh, you know, I can work from my computer. No, I okay, you gonna just chill? Yeah. I'm okay, well, let's do it. Uh, hell yeah, so I, I got two dollars. You still ain't picked though. I don't want to hear about two dollars pick. Who you got? Motherfuckers been ducking this 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 prediction. Man, I, we I, all know it's gonna be a dog I got, fight. I got a. Uh, I'm gonna plead the fifth on that because no, gonna, bro, I'm not. I'm not letting nobody off the hook anymore. I've given people time. All right, I'm gonna say this. 
if it goes the distance, Crawford. Only reason why Spence is going to win is if he knock him out. Okay. So that's, I, that's, Bud Crawford, my guy. Bud Crawford, that's I, I love, man, Bud. He just, he's so talented, bro. Yeah. So for me, and he, but he he's, I think, like one of those perfect mixes of, like you say, chosen talent. Yeah. And that hardcore work ethic because yeah. he really, bro, eat, sleep, shit, boxing. Yeah. And he's uber talented, you feel me? Yeah. And so I don't like to use LeBron because he's just like one of the most gifted individuals that ever graced um, our culture, at least. Yeah. Um, but he's like a small hundred and what forty-seven pounds. Yeah, they are one forty-seven, and that's LeBron James. Like yeah. he really is that gifted, that talented, and I think he may not. It's hard to put somebody up against LeBron, but he got that level of like work ethic. I think so. I'm going with Bud. Uh, okay, uh, and I respect that because I know if Bud. If that fight keeps going, he just going to chip him away. Yeah. You know, that was the thing, you know, with Spence. Spence got power. Yeah, and he going to come after you. He going to come gonna after chase you. you know? He going to get in your shit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Bud's, if I'm Bud's corner, you keep Spence on a rope. Yeah, yeah like you hit him with that Mayweather. You got, he got to fight boom, like Mayweather. You got to keep moving mm-hmm. because if he gets you in a corner, Get in that body. You get in that body. That's what they that and that's what the footage they, they working on working that. the body. He always worked that and, body. That boy Spence got I didn't watch him really hurt a lot of people and, with body shots. And keep you see I'm holding myself right now. Like, you know what I'm saying just uh just can't air into after the twenty ninth though. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Okay, cool. It's not. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna saving my job. <laughs> uh I'm just saying like what I've seen is is they they work they working on everything, but the body is, they know that Bud is, is tip top, top dog. Yeah. And in order to beat him, you got to beat him. So so they they definitely, I mean, because you see the respect from both fighters. Yeah, and they and got everything a lot of respect for each other. So, it, so, in, so they really got the, you can, even in the training, it's the respect. Yeah, is this? it's the respect. It's so hard to sometimes edit footage for all access because they're not being rude to each other. You know, there, there, there's no. It's and you know, not they like look, and they looking for that. They're not. Type yeah, of shit. I'm not saying that they're looking for that, but it's more so. You know, that's what the people want to see. People want to see yeah, that, so. and they have a respect for each other, so there's no disrespect. Yeah, it's just, I mean, hey, I'm gonna whip I, your I, ass. Yeah, I mean, but that's what you're supposed. Yeah, to do. that's what you're supposed to do. But uh, with other fighters in the past, you know, and everybody knows they on some Katie and LeBron some, shit. They on key. some. I'm gonna whip your ass. I'm gonna. Talking trash, don't touch me. Spencer and Crawford ain't doing that. Yeah, he touch, they touch, I like that belt. They, yeah. They just, they, like they just talk. They, they, it's like they're really friends. That's how I know this is the, that's how you know it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight, level. yeah. Because it's like, it's no disrespect. They're going to be razor focused. They coming all. with it. You ain't nobody going to be ready to quit. They, that's so, the type of shit that one of them is going to die in there. I hope don't know about No, I mean, you know, yeah. I'm just talking to look. But it's, Bud loses, it's because he got knocked out. That's gonna be that's gonna be tough. If he get knocked out, you think he take the rematch call? Yeah, he's gonna. Have, he ain't got another choice. He gonna. They, I, he got I, other people he can fight. No, this whoever wins this fight, I don't think they're gonna fight again until they because they're gonna. I think Spence is gonna go up. He's a big dude. He's been fighting okay. one forty seven for yeah. a while. So I think if Spence wins, he's gonna go up. He might do a rematch. I don't know, but 
He's been at 147 for a while. Yeah, he's been there for a minute. So you go Bud on, just getting there. Bud just getting there. So Spence, Spence is like, I got to do this to go to the next level. I feel and it. If Spence loses, he's going to have to get a rematch. He's going to have to fight his boys when I'm Charlie. But they ain't going to ever fight each other. Uh, each other. He Charlo gonna, and Canelo going to fight. Yeah, they fighting next month, right? Yeah. That's going to be a good one. I is it Maul or Mel? I know they switched up. What you mean? Jamal. At first it was Jamal, Charlo. Charlo, oh. And then Jamel, tomato. I think. Pick, I don't know which one it is. Tomato, tomato, brother. For right. Um, okay, I got some. I'm going to just keep putting you in a, a, a pickle right here. Start him, sit him, cut him. Oh, brother. Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor. Start him, sit him, cut him. Start Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Starting Eddie? Hell, what? I, I mean, it's, it, it's no wrong From answer. A, no, it is, because what are we talking about? Movies or just choice. straight comedy? I mean, they're comedians, so you take it for what it is. Because they all have done... Well, I mean, Eddie just have, it just has a catalog of movies. film that's yeah, just... Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy, yeah. Specials. Dave. Stand-up specials start Richard Pryor. Okay, I see where you. I think I see where you going. Start with Richard Pryor. You cut Eddie Murphy. You got to. Only reason why I say that is because, and I mean start bench cut. That's what I meant. Start bench cut. Yeah, okay, so you start for stand up specials. You start Richard Pryor for, and you you cut Dave. I mean, you cut you cut Eddie Murphy. Oh, I was about you to say. You cut Eddie Murphy and you bench Dave. You, I was For about movies, to you start Eddie Murphy, you bench Richard Pryor, and you cut Dave. For movies. You cut Dave? For movies. So do you think which way is up? Is this that? Is, is it? Is Fools. that the one? Uh, Richard Pryor. Bro, Richard Pryor got so many fucking movies. Only one I know is which way is up. Man, Uptown. Was he in Uptown? Yeah, I think he was. Hold on. I'm not, yeah, I'm not well man, versed my, on his. Man, his. I know a couple Pryor, of them. Richard Pryor started uh, all that. My mom, yeah, Harlem Knights. Oh, yeah, that? I'm tripping. I yeah, am tripping. Yeah, you tripping. I thought, yeah, never mind. I get yeah, you got to cut that. You definitely got to cut that. Richard Wesley did Uptown Saturday Night. He, that was his film, but yeah, like, no, you don't, you don't. And don't quote me on that, Richard Pryor, Uptown Saturday Night, because I can't, I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Dave he got so many more movies, like, no. Dave don't even really have, like, good movies like, where he was Bacon, a star. Yeah, like, he wasn't a star. Like, Dave's not an Bacon, actor. Yeah, he was. Dave's yeah. not an actor. He's a uh, funny guy that can kind of come in guy. and play niche roles. That's so, yeah, it wasn't even, it was it was Sidney Portier and Bill Cosby. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> but, hey, um... It felt like a movie. No, Richard Pryor was in it. What the fuck I'm talking about? Uh, I don't know what I'm yes. talking about. So I, I'm just Uptown listening Saturday to you. Saturday Night. What, man? Richard Pryor movies. The only reason why Eddie is above Richard Pryor movies is because of life. That's the only thing you're giving him for? I like, I like a lot of Eddie shit, though. I mean, Beverly Hills Cop, his yeah, movies were it. just better because technology was better. It was That's just, true. He's That's a better true. actor than Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor wasn't a great... Eddie Murphy's a great actor. Richard, I mean, Eddie Murphy probably went to, like, school acting classes and shit, I'm sure. When you, can, when you can be six different people in a movie... That's true. You got skills. And, and Nutty Professor... Like, That's what I was about to say. He get it off Nutty like, Professor yes, for me. He, man, what... 
There's nobody. That was that was the honestly, I think that was the first of its kind at that level. Like where where what? Nutty Professor where somebody had played that many roles to that. I mean, Martin level. did it on a TV show, but, but it, wasn't it wasn't to that movie. level. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, and it, I just feel like it's easy, like you say, from like I don't know because I don't know the full. Mark, Mark, what he uh, went through for that one. Eddie Murphy, man, he different. I should have yeah, put Martin on there. Yeah, but, that'll that'll be a more tougher one because because instead of Dave, probably that probably yeah be because better. then you're gonna cut Richard Pryor. When on the movies? movies, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh Martin. yeah, because Martin bad was in boys. Life. Like, yeah, in Bad Boys, like it's it's movies. That movie bag is crazy because that's what all comics. That's what we ultimately want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, movies. That's true. So I got the. Let's get the ladies out. Monique, Wanda Sykes, Leslie Jones. That's Start tough. bench cut. I ain't answering that. Come on, man. Hell no, nah, nigga. You don't, you don't like it? I know, I know two of the three in there. Oh, you, uh, <laughs> you so, you, <laughs> so you gonna cut me. <laughs> she gonna cut you. Like, yeah, okay, nigga. Right. Like I can hear her saying it right now. You gonna cut me. I won't I won't put no, you in that position. Big they Liz, all fired Big up. Liz is a man, goat. Monique is a goat. Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes is, man, those three women, bro. And it's crazy. So at least I made it hard that time. Yeah, that's I can't even choose. Well, when it comes to movies, of course, you know Monique has the better movie. Mm-hmm. You know, but stand up, it's I mean Wanda Sykes. She crazy. Yeah, like she that's crazy. not even a, they know that. Mm-hmm. And then Leslie, it took it took me a while to kind of get Man, with her, Les but she she thing she fired wild, with it. bro, big Leslie. Yeah, so it's just like everybody has a different race. Some mm-hmm. people's, you know, race, everybody sees some, everybody sees that one match. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going with that person. But some people don't see everybody's race. I feel that. So it's just, that's just what it is. Last thing, man, for the film side, give me your top five movies of all time. Top your, five. Your top five. Crash. Favorite. Crash. Life. Life. It's either between Black Hawk Down or Saving Private Ryan. Black Hawk Down. I'm gonna pick if you if you let me. Yeah, Black Hawk Black Down is that good. shit. Yeah. Um. Anything score six? Probably Casino. Casino. Um. No, The Departed. The Departed. That's four. No. Yeah. Anything with them in it, okay. like the De Niro's and all them. Just yeah. Just give um, you one. And then uh. Set it off. I like that. Okay. Set it off. With okay. That was that was the first time black women was like, "Look, nigga, we can fuck y'all. Y'all we got can this. do this too." That's lit. Yeah. Man, shout out to Halle Berry. Not Halle Berry. Ooh, Lord, I'm just saying. Shout out to Jada Pickett. Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Uh, what's the? I can't remember the other one. Maybe. I need that money. What's the dark one? <laughs> she said, "Oh, Kiki." I can't. I gotta go back and watch that now. It's yeah. been a while, man. Yeah. We got some good 90 cinema, man. But my dog, appreciate you coming through. 100%, man. Make sure you we drop follow. some. Go ahead, tell him. No, just make sure you follow me on, nigga, on Instagrams. And find him on Twitter. Find me on Twitter. <laughs> we not giving up the goods. We giving it up. Find my dog, Mickens, man. Yeah. I'm proud of the, like, the, 
to be sitting here and we just having like a being able just to actually just sit down full circle moment. Yeah, and like do it and like because you know obviously we sit down and talk. This shit, guy bro. told me when he was gonna do all this and he actually did it. That's my point. I was trying to make earlier. Just go do the shit. That's and that's the realest shit Just I can go do the shit. I ain't. I can't. I can't. I can't sit down yet and give you like success stories like you didn't giving people. I mean, it's I got. Okay. I got my own set of them. Yeah, but one thing house, I do nigga, know, this nigga way more stable to me. This nigga got other rooms and shit. He got. <laughs> he got ceiling fans, nigga. I don't have a ceiling fan. He got two computer monitors, nigga. I got a laptop. This nigga got two computer monitors. He's way more stable than I am. So don't let that Hollywood shit fool you, bro. It's, hey, it's you a always process. say that shit. Yeah. It's a process, bro. And I'm enjoying my process. And I'm happy that people are enjoying me enjoying my process. Yeah, man. But this it's, it's fun right to watch, here, man. man. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Like he say, stay at it, man. Just keep going. Keep grinding. Keep yeah. packing. But don't just be doing it in one space, man. Make sure you always mm-hmm. working the... Get better at something. Set yourself some goals. Chase some shit. Hit some milestones. Push to that next one, man. Appreciate it, my boy. Oh, shit. I'm about to knock my damn mic. Appreciate it, my boy. I'm going to bust your ass in basketball. All right. Thanks for coming out. uh, (laughs) Has been podcast, man. Signing out. Peace.